0: Hello everybody, welcome to Tello with Tutti. This is Tutti Baron with my amazing co-host Kevin Mumfrey. Hi Kev, how are you?
1: I'm awake, but I'm rather tired. How are you?
0: <laughs> you always tired. You overwork. My poor thing overworking all the time. I'm amazing. Thank you for asking, great. Amazing weather here in California. So it's, it's something
1: about California makes y'all look well rested.
0: Something I, I you know. The weather, the good vibe, the carefree, that hippie, you know. The
1: gas? So, the gas prices?
0: So Do not, why you have to
1: <laughs> have that energy?
0: Like, why? Hey, hey, well hey. here it comes. I'm thinking about rainbows and butterflies. I'm like the thunderstorm right in the middle. That gas is intense. You I- know,
1: like, every time I get gas now, I go, ooh, wow, that is crazy." Let me look up I gas spend? in California.
0: You know how much I paid yesterday? 6 I'm,
1: Okay, I, I'm going to take a take a guess like maybe okay. 70.
0: Six point, What well, the tank, I wouldn't even tell you how much I filled it up with it, but
1: oh,
0: I, uh, I, I wouldn't <laughs> even go there because that is just, then you're really, you're really going to see how much of a bowler we are here in California.
1: <laughs> you ain't got no choice.
0: I know. It's like the other day I posted something on my Facebook. It's like, you know what? I don't like to brag about, but I'm just like, to so, say you know, I'm about that big things. I just came out of the gas station. <laughs> now, oh yeah.
1: Yeah. I
0: posted that myself. $6.3 a gallon. I just pay.
1: Yeah, Literally, yeah. so like a good like four dollars was like great for you all.
0: Oh, listen, I was complaining back when I when the summer hit and I was paying five dollars a gallon, I was just complaining and thought that the world's gonna end and whatever you know. Usually in the summer, that's the highest it could get. We're back now, uh, 6.3 just paid yesterday a gallon. Yeah, we're in four, too. Yikes, that's a lot that's a lot for you know
1: it it hurts my soul oh so so what are we talking about today this not gas related
0: oh god you know toxic this is toxic the the prices of the gas is toxic the inflation is (laughs) a
1: great way to describe it
0: (laughs) the inflation is toxic what else do we have in our environment that is this toxic let's talk about toxic relationships (laughs) what is toxic stress because i know a lot of people you know having experience where it's like a long relationship relationship oh if i can speak a long relationship or like a a very bad kind of like Within the relationship, but there's toxic traits also. What is the toxiest that you have found in your life?
1: So, for me, I'm not like, I haven't been in like really long relationships. So, Mm -hmm. and me as a person, I don't, no one's ever really considered me toxic, but there's like certain behaviors that I have that I can see someone looking at as toxic. So, drop my mic there for a second. Sorry. But so I'm a very I'm a very calm person. Like the average person who's known me, there are people who've known me since I was ch- a child that has never seen me angry. I don't get angry often. It's just never really been a go-to emotion for me.
0: You know, so I know you. I've never seen you angry.
1: And yeah, you see me few-
0: angry how many times?
1: <laughs> quite a quite a few times. Quite a few times. Yes. Uh, not at me, but you know. <laughs> so yes. now in friendships that's great in family that's, that's that's usually pretty good as well in relationships sometimes when you're arguing out an issue which is unfortunate it's going to happen you're, you're, go- you're going to clash now when i'm clashing with somebody i'm very calm very like how i normally am but when you're when the person you're arguing with is angry and they're just letting out their emotions and you're screaming and he's like, I don't feel like you're listening to me. And I'm sitting there like, I am listening to you. It sounds like I don't care. So now it, it's either, it, and it, it usually goes one or two ways. They either listen to me and they go, okay, he's not angry. So they don't usually return the energy because I'm not giving them the energy or it makes it absolutely worse because it just come. it I come off as, uh, I don't care. So that's one for me, that's just the main one I could think
0: of. Usually in behavior when we encounter really difficult and very challenging and aggressive, almost dangerous, you know, uh, events, you know, when we are doing an intervention and we see like a huge tantrum or a client that is extremely aggressive and we have to intervene to prevent for something, you know, you get hurt, the client get hurt. When we come into these environments, super, super high, One of the things that we do in behavior is like we, our energy is the lowest possible. Even our tone of voice changes, you know, it works while doing an intervention with somebody having an, you know, uh, an episode doing whatever. But when it comes to an interaction with like your peers or your partners, you know, humans are very emotional, right? Right. So, and we usually guide that emotion tour and pair it with care, don't care, right? So, uh, you being so stoic and, you know, very level at all times, it might, it might bring the sense to your peer at the time that you were being extremely passive aggressive and you don't care, or you never did. You know what I mean? So that's I I I can I definitely see. give
1: off passive aggressive.
0: You see, so that and usually you know that's what my feedback would be. What are you thinking now? Why would, when the, something like, how like would that work
1: with you? If You're arguing with with a boyfriend or a friend, and they're just stoic. How do you how you would you think you would normally? Or better yet, let me let me frame it this: mm-hmm. How would let's say a 22 year old 2 would take it? And how would you kind of deal with that now?
0: A 22-year-old Tutti, it was impulsive. It was very aggressive. Very ready. You know what I mean? Almost angry. Waiting for it. Almost like an an animal waiting to attack. Like an abused animal that waiting to attack. You say something, bite back right away very impulsive very impulsive so if you bring that energy that stoic energy to me back when i was in 22 i would, I would probably be like you know you you never care it, it that calmness would probably set me off even more but the thing is i, like, I, know, fig- I figured
1: that <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you know what i mean yeah it will it will probably do that so crazy right now now I, I, you know, I don't even entertain that type of energy on myself. Like I don't even get to the point of being, oh my God, like I'm about to rip your head off. I, right now I am more comfortable with myself and being able to just walk away or just don't care. You know, uh, uh, last, I guess last time that I actually got like freaking just very upset was
1: And that does not involve traffic of course.
0: It does not, but involve, involves politics. <laughs>
1: oh no, I said traffic. because yeah. Traffic is one of those things even a calmest person once or twice a, a, a good traffic jam grinds your gears.
0: You know, I, I, I mind traffic when I am um, in a hurry, like when I have to get to a place, then I get super annoyed, and it's nc and I'm trying to look for. It's just, it's, 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 not a good spot to be. But if I don't have a place to go, I literally chill. I turn into a performance. Like seriously, I put my windows down. I sing. I even dance. It's, it's a party. When I don't like, when I don't have to go anywhere. But if I'm like between clients, and I'm like, oh, hell no, traffic, no, 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 no. So yeah, traffic is toxic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> noted but uh like for me it only does it when like if you've been waiting in traffic for a while and you realize it's just because somebody was replacing a tire like is like if i'm in like if i'm in traffic for a long time like it's a, if i i'm there an hour it's better be what i see better be bad like oh my like i'm praying in the car bad it's gotta be horrible but if it's just with people being nosy, then I'm just like, I could have been home an hour and a half ago.
0: No cool, right? What is going through your mind when somebody's really, really agitated and you're that stoic? Like is something that you feel that you need to do, or it's just part of your personality. You're pretty calm, right? Very calm. Yeah. But again, you know, for example, a girlfriend, a person that you are, you know, seeing a situation, a girlfriend or whatever, you know. It's a different interaction. So what's going through your mind to bring that so, in that, such a stoic energy?
1: So, well, I mean, pretty much me being calm, is, that's kind of my natural state. So I'm always there, but it's funny to So like when I'm arguing with the with the lady, especially if I'm with her and whatever. So there's always this point of like, okay, she's screaming at me. It's like, oh, my manhood being tested. So, so there's kind of a... Cause you feel like you're being screamed at and you're just sitting there. So it feels, it feels very demeaning. So there isn't, I don't go into that instinct, but it is an instinct where I was like, go off, like scream at her to us, you know, to show her you're a man. Like it, so that there's that instinct there, but it's also, if I think about it for like three more seconds, if she thinks I'm a, if she thinks less of me, me screaming at her is not gonna make her think any more of me. Now I'm just creating a scene. There's also like if it's somewhere in public, I'm definitely not going to do it because if I'm screaming, everyone notices me. Especially if I'm the bigger person, then given where I'm at and the situation and police involved, that could potentially put me in danger. So I'm not gonna do that now she's screaming. You can be the crazy one. Scream all you want, especially if in public. Now in private, I don't mind a person screaming all they want. But when you were kind of going off of me in a public forum, you're potentially putting, putting me in, at this point, I'm thinking about me in a dangerous situation. So but as it just we're, we're a little more private. Now she's screaming, like, again, my first main instinct is to go off. But Again, it, it doesn't really, I like I know, because I'm going to be thinking, me screaming, I'm, she's screaming at me, I'm not really listening, I'm just noticing the fact she's screaming. If I'm screaming at her, especially since you don't really, you've probably at this point never seen me angry, you're probably in a state of either fright or confusion or, because you've never seen me angry, so you're going to deal with me in a whole nother way. Yeah. So it could potentially become also somewhat a dangerous situation. The two people screaming at each other never goes to the end of the argument going, you know what, I see your point. That makes a lot of sense. Ah, I wish I'd have thought about it that way.
0: The entire time you feel and you think control. That's what I hear. Control. Like, I cannot allow... The emotions of somebody else to project on me to a point that's gonna get me out of my state of calmness.
1: That, that, yeah, that's um, and it's also being somewhat of a um, it could probably be a toxic trait trait for me as well. I'm always in my head. It's like you only really know thirty percent of. I'm, I'm, like some people, they their emotions, their thoughts, out like everything. They just they just put it out there. They just say it. Like the last woman I was with. She was so honest about everything she was thinking mm-hmm. that it was easier to trust her rather quickly because she like she would just admit stuff. You like you didn't even have to say that. That's but old. it got to a they point where I was it. like, "That's
0: me." Oh lord. Yeah,
1: yeah. I I mean I can appreciate it in one aspect, and it's also like like I've, I've had I got a few friends who are overshare. Sometimes I'm like, "Look, I am cool if you lie to me." <laughs> just lie to me once. I would honestly feel loved at this point if you lied to me at least once a year. Just once a year, tell me a lie. I'm not going to feel bad. It could be a little white lie. That is does I feel. It. Great. And three months later, you can tell me I thought it was awful. Great. Thank you. I just, just one lie. But because I'm so in my head, you never really know what I'm feeling about you or that situation. So you never That's have, toxic, yes. I don't think I give, yeah, yeah, I can, I can see that now. So you, know, you never really have reassurance.
0: And only that, it's like you are uh, sending your, your partners to a state of anxiety when you are an overthinker, because even though you're expressing something at the moment and you're chilling, you're having a good time, like whatever scenario might be, uh, she never really will know if it's something actually affect you, whatever she did?
1: So I, I try to, like... Um, because,
0: she, because you're always in your head.
1: Yeah, so, because it's as, as hard for me not to do. I try to um, circumvent that with actions. So, like, um, I guess I use a flash for shape relationship. I was in. she loves scary movies. I hate them. Anybody who knows me knows.
0: Yeah, do not like scary. My boyfriend movies. also loves scary movies. I hate. can
1: stand. Like, um, I, I joke with people. Like, I don't the like Michael Jackson thriller video.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Don't watch it. I didn't watch that video, and I don't know how long. So, like, like the it. the part when he turns into a werewolf. Like, go.
0: Away. I don't like the beginning. I don't like the beginning. I don't like. Yeah, so scary ex- to me. I don't
1: like it neither. That's exactly what I do. Frozen,
0: I like you know, if it, like I've, Frozen by by uh, Madonna, that video also scares the crap out of me.
1: Really. Yeah. I remember that video. I may have never saw it. I like the song, though. But mm-hmm. it's a little bit of a sidebar. So mm-hmm. this is like a few years ago. I went on like a first date with somebody, and she wanted to go to, I didn't know the movie was a scary movie, because I didn't remember I forgot what the movie was. But it was like one scary part. I got up and we just went back to my car. I just texted her like, hey, I'll be in the car when the film's over here. Needless to say that it wasn't a second date, but I didn't care at that point. I wasn't going in there watching that movie. I hauled I got the hell up out of there. But but as the person that I was with, she liked scary movies. So I went to a scary movie with her. Now, luckily for me, it wasn't as scary of a movie as I thought it would be, but like, but for about twenty minutes I didn't notice. Every time that suspenseful music comes in, my eyes are like closed, like Rrr. Uh, I can feel it happening. Someone's going to get stabbed. Uh, I mean, This is none of my business. So it's, which she just got glee off of. One, when stuff bothers me, if for some reason, it's just funny to people. I don't know why. But so she thought it was funny, but the fact is like, you know I'm uncomfortable when I did this anyway. So I think she really appreciated that. So I tried to circumvent What I don't say or what I don't express, I try to like. With acts of
0: service. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: So, so you can see it in some, but like me, I, I'm not really an acts of service guy. It actually kind of.
0: You are, you are, because you do, do, like you go. No, no. You no, no, no. I mean, I don't. With your girlfriends and, and like listen, everybody. Like this guy, he will be <laughs> quiet and he will be like like listening and looking and he will show up with. Like, it's about the small little things. I love that.
1: No, I do ask a service. I don't like if they're done to me.
0: Oh, okay. So I, like
1: I I, I can be appreciative of it, but it's like, I almost kind of creep. Like who does something for me. I'm like, oh,
0: I don't. Why? I love that. I don't. That's it's one of, it's a- one of my things. Like I, there's there's something. I think we did a podcast about that. It's like there's something about there is a a a, a truly satisfaction when I figure it out by myself. I I take it as a puzzle. Like I figure it out about myself. Like being around the person, what they like, what they need what 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 are they there's something that they might need to if i have to change their style or something something like that and i would just bring a gift do this
1: and but, i was i'm thinking <laughs> and this could be toxic on on my behalf like when someone like does something for me it almost almost feel like less of a man to accept oh it. my
0: god that's toxic
1: so it i i don't know where to but <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what I feel like, especially like,
0: um, why? Like,
1: like, I don't even like asking my family for money. That's why I have so many jobs now. Like I give, like when I ask someone for money, it's, if I ask for someone for money on Wednesday, I probably needed it Monday.
0: Do you think it's, that is by the fact that you grow up in a house full of women and you know, there's this narrative, like men have to be the provider, the, you know, the supporter, and then you always have feel the need that you have to provide, that you have to be the strong one, that you have to be the one, the grounded one. So when somebody does it to you, it just kind of like take, take you out of that level and then just put you like, oh, somebody did that. Well, yeah,
1: it kind of feels wrong. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. And, and it's like, I, I understand like they're, they're able to do something for me that I probably at a moment couldn't do myself. But it's just, it's, Feels wrong sometimes to accept.
0: It's
1: almost it. like it masculates you. You're yes, it is. It can be the Yes. So is uh, no, I have so I have to I have to think about it in a like very technical sense. Like this person can do this for me. I cannot do this for myself. It no. doesn't make you less. Like I, have, I literally have to go through this in my head. Like doesn't make you less of a of a man. It's just that this person can do what you can't. And it's rather easier for them than it is for you. But it is, yeah, imagine, it, it can be very demasculating.
0: Ima- imagine that in a concept of a family. You know what I mean? A, a partnership, a, a wife and, and a husband. You know what I mean? It, I believe in being a team. You are a team, you know, and, and as a team player, you help each other. And at some points, you know, in life, you know, since life has proven over and over again that it, is, it doesn't remain the same, things might change. And then it will be a time that, you know, you might need her to step up. So it, it does when you realize, man, you know, I have a freaking line right here.
1: You just gave me, um, to talk, I was talking to some people, that I was in college a long time ago. His girlfriend is, which I believe he's definitely married now. But his girlfriend at this time was a mechanic. Mm-hmm. And a really good mechanic. Nice. Like, she really stood out because one, You don't usually see women as mechanics, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: like she, like, learned from her. And he was, like a lot of the guys now aren't as proficient with these cars as they, maybe your grandfather or father was. Mm-hmm. So he's like, man, my girlfriend is, like, putting he's, like, She's changing my oil. And he's like, Man, I'm just kind of standing there watching. Like like I felt weird. Now he <laughs> ended, she ended up teaching him how to do it, but he's like, I had to give her the fact that and like, he's thinking, like, well, I can cook better than her. Yeah, where do you
0: go? That's what I'm She when can fix my
1: transmission.
0: Comes. But that's that's when <laughs> partnership comes. You see, it's a team. So you shine in one aspect of Life, the relationship, and the other one it shines in another aspect, and at the end of the day, they complement each other,
1: right? But yeah, and like luckily they were mature enough to not make the situation make them clash. Mm-hmm. But that could have been a clash, cause I mean I, I I would feel weird if like I feel weird if if I have, I have my girlfriend like putting gas in a in a car and I'm just sitting in the passenger seat. So I don't even know but how I would feel like to. that is just
0: rude. Like, when I see that happening in the, in, in, you know, in the gas station, it's like, that's rude. How are you going to, like, how are you going to be sitting your, your butt when she's, like, literally outputting gas? Like, saying, no.
1: And that's that, and that's one way me and you would probably look at it. It would just be uncomfortable to see. Now, I know that they're, they're, they've done it so much mm-hmm. that it's just, like, they don't think anything of it. It's just they do it, or a guy is just, No one's ever brought it to a guy's attention that, yo, that's kind of, kind of weird for you to just be sitting in the car. So that may not have even been taught or even thought about, or I can actually give a a good example. So I was just on Facebook with a friend and she's talking to this other guy on her page and he's like talking about all these gentlemanly rules, like, you know, when y'all are walking on the side, walk the man steps to the side, usually,
0: opening yeah. usually, the doors. Usually, and he pulls brought you up inside, inside the yeah. street, you know, and he puts himself yeah, on the street, yeah. he opens the door. He,
1: another, but he threw one at me that I'd never heard of. That, Tell me. Like when you're in bed with your partner, the man lays on the side that's closest to the door. And I'm like, I've never heard of that one. Wait, what, what? And I mean, as soon as he said it, it made sense to me. But I was like, wait, what, what does that mean? So, like, yeah, so an intruder comes in, you're the first line of defense. Oh. And, like, yeah, I'd never thought of that. So, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, thank you. Thank you for that one. I got to put that in about my
0: notes.
1: That one? Yeah, I mean, he, he, this guy was in his 50s, he was old school gentleman. He got all the rules. I, so- love,
0: <laughs> I love me some old school gentleman, I'm telling you. I love me some, like, just. Show me those good manners, boy.
1: <laughs> now, now, I like guess we can touch into that, and in because, t- like, there are certain, like, there are certain women that, like, that also do gentleman-like behavior. There are some women that love it. Like for me, like it's again, I've grown up with my mother pretty much crammed in my head to open the door.
0: Yeah, for
1: a woman in the door, so it's like, it's, it's kind of second nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, as far as cars. I do and I don't. It just kind of depends on the situation. Because hmm. I always feel like, like we're going somewhere, so I maybe focus on just getting to the location. as it's far more so than... And we usually not like... Opening the doors is easier for me, to, for my brain to go there, because we're both entering this door. Yeah. Whereas the car, we're coming in at different sides. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's why I don't do it as much, but I still tend tend to do that. But yeah, some um, women hate that stuff, though. I love it. Oh
0: my God. Like, I've opened
1: a door for a woman. I've, I have at least four times been cussed out for opening a door for someone. Now, these have been younger women. And, and sometimes and, you
0: have to teach the guy to do that, though. That, yeah.
1: Sometimes. Now, you know, to relate to toxicity. Now, mm-hmm. if you for years noticed a guy will find, if you're just a woman with a big butt, mm-hmm. and you notice a guy would um, find any reason he can to stare at your butt. Someone opening the door for you may trigger you. Now this, and I didn't learn this until the last, the last time a girl went off on you Told me this because hmm. you like, I apologize. I've realized now you weren't meaning to stare at my butt, and I'm thinking I wasn't even thinking about your behind But usually guys open the door just to find like, and she walks in, they'll like slap her on her butt or to just stare at her what? butt. What? That's the so first time
0: something like that it makes sense. Yeah, though. I
1: never thought about so she's very like when somebody opened the door for her she would be very much on guard
0: Mm. she probably had a bad bad experience around
1: that she had a few bad experiences as she told me
0: i find yeah
1: so when you use gentlemanly behavior to or a a somewhat of i guess set of sexual gratification you no longer look at that act as a gentlemanly act you look at it as a Predatorily act.
0: Yeah, that's that's predatory behavior. Actually, it's awful, dangerous predatory behavior, because I really don't think like why person, completely healthy person, is going to be behind on a door, just trying to pretend to do something kind to be lurking on women. That is just predatory behavior. is 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 a behavior that you know that can that potentially can um, end up in something bigger right so mm. now i'm satisfying my my needs by only lurking but there's gonna be a time that i i'm not gonna be satisfied by only lurking it's gonna be a time that i'm gonna be that i'm gonna need to touch right and then after i touch then and
1: especially if you're a person that's very um instinctual you just go with your instinct yeah
0: so you just- if you know, and then what's gonna be next you know what i mean what's it gonna be next so yeah that's predatory behavior that's not cool me i love me some like really good good manners and sometimes it's kind of sucks because um sometimes you actually have to teach those to a guy and it's kind of like sucks like hey you know when we, when you walk in the street i like you to you know to hold my hand or or like you're supposed to be in this side of the street and you're supposed to open my door like these are German things that trust me there's you know No, everybody has them. And it kind of sucks. It really does well for those who actually enjoy. Going back to like toxicity, and we have to also understand that what might be toxic for me might be not toxic for somebody else. So that is a fine line. A lot of people might think, well, I will think like, you know, I think that's like, I wouldn't say toxic, but rude. Like how are you going to be, in the car while your girlfriend or significant other is pumping gas. Like you are that's rude. Don't do that. That's not cool. You gotta be cool. So for other people would be like, hey, it's not a big deal. I really don't care. Like whatever. It's you know it is what it is.
1: And is also like a generational thing.
0: Yeah. So yelling and screaming like oh, oh I I seen these relationships or you know people call out of their names a lot. Um screaming and calling each other out of their name. You so and so and so and and it's fine you know what i mean some other people are might not find it okay um allow you know uh parents-in-law get involved or i i find that extremely toxic in my in my opinion you know i am very personal with my relationships and i think that if we have an issue or whatever happens you have to be talked between you and i but when, you, when your mom or your dad or your brother or your sister or your aunt and when third parties start, you know, getting involved, I think it's extremely toxic. Um, I was recently at a party and um, it was so cool what happened. Well, not could the act that happened, but how mom, how that mom handled it. So I'm in a party and then everybody's having an amazing time, you know. Uh, Everybody's drinking, having a good time, dancing, blah blah blah, so and so and so. So, all of a sudden, my friend comes back and she's she's upset, and I'm like, "What happened to you?" You know? And she's like, "Well, you know, I just I uh, just saw my 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 son, you know, and he is he was kissing on this girl." And I'm like, "Okay, I just I just found that outside kissing on this girl," and I'm like, "Okay, you know, her son is 18 years old." We do like kissing. <laughs> He's 18 years old. I didn't thought, you know, oh, because, oh, really? So, you know, what uh, makes you mind I say, because he has a girlfriend. And that is the part that is uh, bad. And I will not allow that because I am raising a gentleman. And he has, you know, he has... Uh, two younger siblings, a girl and a boy. And I don't want them to see this type of behavior being okay. And this is not what I'm raising. And I told him right there in there that you need to be honest with this girl that you're kissing and honest with your girlfriend. And you need to go over there and you tell her right now that you are not ready. So you are not going to commit yourself to a relationship because you're not ready. You're 18 years old, you're enjoying your life and that's what you're going to do. But don't commit to anybody because that's not right. I looked at her and I'm like, you know what? Good for you. Good for you. And I think that this toxicity stops from home. Guys, yeah, the we, male
1: in this situation, I can kind of yeah. explain that young man's mindset.
0: You know, yeah, but whatever, whatever it's like, we don't do things like that. We are honest, right? We don't bring this type of toxicity and she's married and he has, he, I mean, he grew up in a very healthy environment. So he has no business treating women the way he might not like his mother or his sister getting treated. And kudos for that mom. Kudos to you. I'm, I'm going to respect you. absolutely name, right. Her but kudos to her, to my friend kudos to you you know why because there's very little women out there actually stepping up and telling their kids you know you don't do that you don't treat women like that that's not okay regardless what type your father doesn't treat me like that i will i will hate if somebody treat your sister like that you are not gonna give that example to your little brother we don't do that in this family Now you said that he's 18 right 18 years old yeah
1: so at that age handsome, and I think about too, none of that.
0: 18 handsome you know this and he knows, tall, he knows. Oh, yeah tall knows. handsome you know he knows he knows and, that and these, you know
1: his hormones block everything his mother said out
0: well his mother is Latina very
1: yeah, yeah but America. he, he, he <laughs> at this point he's got 18 years experience with that mother he's got 18 years experience with the Latina he blocked all that out because but he's just probably got, what, a good four years, maybe four or five years of um, experiencing being horny. So <laughs> <laughs> he's focusing on net at this moment. It was, so,
0: it was so funny now that you say horny because, you know, he comes, you know, she's talking to me and I know him since he's a kid. So, he, you know, he, he is, is, you know, is, he's very uh, comfortable talking to this and then he's like, mom, then I'm just going to tell her that I just want sex, just sex. And then mom's like, okay. Okay, but you're not gonna compromise to anybody because you're not ready. It was so funny. But you know, funny of the fact that you know that response, but it it, it's so important, and now just to kind of like end this episode on, on a good note, it's so important that we, you know, make sure that we share with our younger generation what is okay, you know, and completely stop this toxicity. And I think it starts from home, it starts from home. You know, what you allow, what is okay. Because if at home, I don't allow this and it's shameful, then you're gonna remember that and you're gonna feel ashamed just the thought of doing it outside of your house. But when it's allowed in your house, it's fine outside of it, you know what I mean? So we as, you know, the older generation, need to stop this trade and and just put out there you know the way we're supposed to be treated not not the way you think you can act due to your hormonal issues we all have hormones
1: or hormonal issues
0: yes seriously
1: <laughs> yes. That's a that's a very nice way to put it Cool. I I, I would have been a lot more blunt about it, but go right ahead. We'll go with hormonal issues.
0: We all have hormonal issues at some point. And with that, everybody, thank you so much for listening to us. Thank you for, you know, joining us and and just taking that time of the day to just to come and listen to our stories and our craziness over here and for (laughs) dealing with our hormonal issues. (laughs) Now remember that you can listen to us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, oh, oh my God, Audible, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and all mainstream. Whatever you listen to, your podcast you can find us. That'll be too So thank you so much for listening to us, and be cool, no uncool. <laughs> Bye, everybody.
1: Bye.